Welcome back to the Raining Opinions Podcast. This is Crystal. And this is Carmen. And we are back. Yes. Listen, you know, allergies, sinuses, they're attacking me personally. They're out to get me. So please forgive the stuffy sounding crystal this episode. Hopefully I get well soon. <laughs> we won't hold it against you. I promise. Great. Great. Awesome. But we are here today to test the waters of love and marriage Huntsville. Yes. Now, me and Carmen, we go back and forth about this show because sometimes they provide the lowest of the low of the lowest of trash. And we just can't always muster out something to utilize, you know, to spin everything from all the trash we get. So... We're going to see what we can do, and we're going to ask that you vote and let us know how you feel. Yes, absolutely, this is usually, because it's messy, baby. Yeah, this is usually <laughs> something that would be behind the paid wall of Patreon, but we wanted to let you guys know this is what we're offering. Maybe we have to decide for ourselves, and if you're interested, the rest of the episodes, especially episode two, will be behind the paid wall of Patreon. Thank you. Oh, do we have a do we have a tier for that? We hadn't made a tier for that. Oh my God, we'll see. No, we do. We'll figure we it do. out. We got you. Okay. Covered. All right. All right. Well, let's get into season four of Love and Marriage Huntsville. I will be honest with y'all. I did not watch season three, so definitely had to watch the reunion, both parts, just okay. to be brought up to speed. Because Good for you. who knew who Tiffany and Lewis was? I certainly didn't. So, oh um... my. Oh my. <laughs> we'll see. When I said we go back and forth, we do. And I actually watched season three for the most okay. part. And <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Tiffany and Lewis, there they are. They're giving scam. But anywho, let's uh Why let's... they here, Ike. Yeah, remember that part from Tina uh from what love gotta do with it when the, yeah. the other wife was asking Ike why Tina was at the house. Mm-hmm. Why she here, Ike? That's how I feel about uh Listen. the couple. Why they here, Ike? Because <laughs> it's I mean, I'm still confusion, but it's cool. It's cool, it's cool. So let's get into episode one. So we open up the season with the infamous fucking photo from Atlanta 2015 and that is just the running fucking topic for (laughs) the episode right yes so we open up with Tisha and Marcel and they're out to dinner I'm not convinced he paid for it but whatever um you know Marcel has just returned from his solo trip to Africa and question should Marcel have taken his wife um, I'm going to say she wanted to go. Yes, but he needed time away. No. That's he how I me- feel. He kept mentioning the tip- the different time zones and the fact that his phone didn't work. Sir, you got a history. That's something that you might not want to be telling the masses because were you over there creeping? Does it constitute creep, creeping creep, creep. If, if you in a different hemisphere? Like I'm trying to figure out. Uh, it's cheating. If you're a married man, you're cheating. Um, yeah. Yeah, you cheating. So not if you're cheating. If you're actually messing with people, you are cheating. So he honestly does this look bad for this couple? Absolutely, because nobody trusts Marceau. We hear mm. the the positive affirmations of Tisha, but we don't believe it. Um so you're just like, what were you doing in Africa, Marcel? What exactly were you doing? He say he was feeling depleted and depressed, so he did. Now he did talk about that a lot on uh season three. So that actually lines up with the reality of things possibly. Why are you feeling depleted and depressed though? I mean, they do a lot of work, okay? They do a lot of work. And as far as like what he does, think about what all the pandemic um cause as far as like production and availability of things i feel like this puts a halt on a lot of the things that he does mm. so it could be financial it could be just work-wise workarounds just working harder to do the same things you used to do easily it could be a lot of different things it could be affairs you know i think you know affairs lying about it puts um it uh shortens your life by 20 years young men um <laughs> I personally believe that I have no science behind that theory. I just think like the stress of trying to hide it and keep it together 
will do a number on your life. Um, and what else? It could be a lot of things, you know, we could speculate a million things, but the reality of it, just it being normal everyday things could be wearing them down. The show, all this stuff. Sure. Do you believe, um, <laughs> do you believe, um, in his revelation on work-life balance? You think that's genuine? Um, I personally believe that he might not have any. And I think they're in the stage of their marriage that he might try to work to kind of stay away from things because I think Tisha's hurting. She doesn't know how to talk about it. And in the way that she would like to address her pain, he doesn't want to talk about it. And the way that he wants to address his issues, she doesn't want to talk about it. So they're just kind of in a weird space to where they can't reach each other. But I guess beyond and underneath all of that stuff, they love each other. And so I think that's an added stress in his life as well. And also hers. That's my take on that question. Because I feel like... Your life and your work-life balance is going to be out of whack when you're working more because you don't want to deal with your life. Speaking of work, Marcel wants to hire a personal assistant slash chief of staff. And that person um, must be a woman. Because he's a sexist and a personal assistant couldn't possibly be a man. Yeah, that's weird for me. I mean, I would go with the strongest of whomever applies. You know, to the job, like, you don't know who's going to apply, but you're definitely narrowing your options when you have, like, a certain sex that you're willing to hire. So, I mean, you're not being realistic. People don't want jobs today, Marceau. You're going to just have to put an open, an open, mm-hmm. um, what do you call them when you're looking for people? An open, what do you call those things? Oh, like a job posting up? It's not just, it, they call them something specific, but let's not waste too much time on that. Child, uh, inquiry. Is it an inquiry? Open right inquiry. Now. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, you got to put an inquiry out and it got to be open and you can't just be like to, for females only. And plus, honestly, like that's not going to help Tisha and her confidence in her relationship. Because how do we know you ain't trying to hire your uh, baby mama? I mean, I'm sorry. We don't know if that's true. Uh, <laughs> we'll get there. Damn it. Um, allegedly, allegedly. Okay. Uh, well, Tisha say that she's not asking for permission to vet this assistant. She's gonna vet this assistant, and then Marcel says, "Well, great. You know, you probably been reading the comments, and my whole deal is, I hope she is reading the comments so that she can see from other people's perspectives that says you is like a battered woman over there, like you looking real, (laughs) real, real crazy, you know. And then you know, Marcel." Uh, she brings up that Marcel's messy for posting that photo of the guy's trip yes. since Maurice claiming uh-huh. he wasn't there. You know, Maurice is trying to be a word wizard and rely on semantics, you know, there versus interaction and all that goofy shit. Tisha tries to start throwing some jabs at Coleslaw and Marcel shutting that shit down. And like, th- it's instances like this where I see just how childish uh Tisha is like she doesn't seem like she's very mature because she I don't know something just a little bit off with her maybe she on the spectrum I don't know um and then <sighs> Marcel low-key called his wife a dog he said nobody calls you a dog and expects you not to bark and she was like yeah you right sis how did he how he call her a dog I, I don't get it. I got I got dog I got uh I'm reducing you down to, uh, I, I felt, I felt like he was saying he's being called the dog. And so if he starts barking, then they're he, right. That's what was, I was, gathered from that. Now he was talking to Tisha and her responding to comments and wanting to clap back. That's what he was referring to. So I'm like, sis, he just called you a dog and you really just sitting there nodding your head. I mean, I, I get it. It's a metaphor, but he really be showing you what he think about you and you just be like skin, like, like grinning and, and thinking that it's cool, but it's okay. You love that man. And that's fine. Cause you're the only person that have to, uh, oh, onward. Girl. He didn't call that woman no dog, but anyway, I, I'll, so, put it in the, I'll put it in the, tell me, do you think that? Marcel I mean, here, here's the thing. Here's the issue that we're going to keep running into with Tisha and Marcel. You say it every time she has to love him, right? But on in that love or whatever, she also understands him. So even if 
very plain, very clearly, we hear him saying something disrespectful. She knows him and she knows it's not disrespect. So I think we can all look at everybody's relationships and find like 25 things we would handle, we wouldn't take. And, you know, be like, oh man, that's a problem. And the person that's actually dealing with him knows this person through and through. And they're just like, this, this is nothing. But y'all see what y'all see. And I ain't gonna argue with you. Good for her. Onward. Martel is meeting up with Lewis at the compound. First question, where Martel be getting these suits? Who is his tailor? Because they be setting Baby. my up for failure. Listen, I, I feel like Mar- Martel. Holler at my brother. He'll get you together. Martel. I mean, he should. He definitely should <laughs> holler at your brother. But, I mean, on on a, I think he's too fly. Like, he's doing too much. Like, you can he's pushing. He's trying hard. He pushed the envelope way past where envelope envelope should go. You understand? So you're just like, um, Martel, I get it. I, you're into fitness. You you like yourself. You love yourself. And that's wonderful. That's awesome. But, dude, like, why? We'll never know. Why? Like, why? Why are you giving us like uh, half, half and half plaid on one side, black on the like who? Okay, I mean, I get what you were trying to do. I just think that I didn't hate it, but I just, I just, it did, it did give off extra. Martel hasn't mastered tailoring this new body. Like you, you can't do the same cut that you did when you was like slim thick. Like you, you big now, sir. Like you need to adjust the cut on your suits. But whatever, we ain't finna get into. But he's not that there. big. Like when he walks into the compound, he looks sleek. Well, maybe he's muscular. Small. He getting his jacket. I think he. I think. I think somebody need to help him with the fit and understanding. Like tight ain't no, the fit. Th- yeah, that's what I'm saying. He needs to adjust okay. his fit for his new physique if you want to but i think he intentionally iron, going for tight i think he well, intentionally nah, going for somebody that, need to help him understand tight ain't fitted it's giving, tight ain't fitted he's giving too small it's medium hot link we can't do it um, <laughs> sausage casing what <laughs> it's definitely sausage casing we can't do it sir we can't uh we find out that melody is keeping the kids you know, away from him, not keeping up her end of the co-parenting arrangement. You know, the question is, should Melody be more responsive when it comes to the kids? We know Martel play games, but at the end of the day, if he's inquiring about his children, shouldn't she be responsive and not be sending his shit to voicemail? Yeah, I mean, they, I mean she know that I man don't. better than we do, but optically she does. Crazy. She she does, but like I feel like that's her way of like keeping him stuck. So she cannot complain about his lack of growth. You know what I'm saying? In uh-huh. their in their particular relationship. Because if you're going to continue to play games, he's going to continue to play games. So it's like if you want this man to change any at all so he's easier to deal with, then you have to be easier to deal with. Okay. But uh, I don't think either of them are interested in that. And I think why no, they were married not. so long, the reason they were married so long is because they are literally the same person and they understand each other like nobody else will. Mm-hmm. They're the same person. And I really just wish she would admit to that. But go ahead. <laughs> uh, Martell is still caught up on this timeline of if slash when Melody cheated. Does it even matter when he's been cheating nope. all along? Sir, you Not living in the land of delusion. You are the bad guy because at the end of the day, you had an outside baby. At the end of the proof. day. You provided so, proof. Because you sloppy and you think you smarter than you actually are. Again, what do I, I've been talking about the Dunning-Kruger effect a lot on this show lately and Martell's giving. Uh, what else happens? Uh, Tiffany... And Lewis come up because of their lack of transparency from last season. And again, I didn't watch last season. So, Crystal, do you have, like, anything to add to that? Or is that just the the long and short of it? They were just closed off. Yeah, I mean, Tiffany entered the stage as wild as she possibly could and with the the meekest of intentions but it's like you know how you enter a room and you drop shade and you don't realize you drop a shade but the Mm -hmm. the shade is so loud that everybody just like (gasps) 
okay. Where did the darkness come from? And so it, she's just real. It has no tact or something for you not to be aware of the shade that you're dropping and the way that you're dropping it. So, so I mean, that is the issue. And then you have to kind of talk to them on a one-on-one level to kind of get to know them, which is fine. You know, I wouldn't hold it against them. But, like, here they are late to the, you know, tardy for the party. And they're kind of, like, judging everybody else. But then they don't. They're not sharing their joke, you know, their dirt. And like that's what they're saying. Like, our dirt is out here. But here y'all mm-hmm. come with y'all, you know, mops and brooms trying to clean up our mess like y'all don't have any. So chill out. That's 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 what that's from. It's like we don't know y'all. No. I can dig it. Um this week's episode is brought to you by Kaleidoscope Miracle Drops. <laughs> um. <laughs> Ooh, grow long grow strong grow long grow strong listen i i was immediately i immediately thought like they probably need uh like 500 more takes to get it right um but they were like it ain't gonna work they were already at like twenty five thousand, and so they were just like girl let's just go with what we got because it's not going to improve it's like it didn't get awful until like tisha was walking and talking what and i was, was like bay bay why y'all just cut walk that off bum. it was nice it's like they should just cut that part off we just should have heard the vocal which was bad even still and we would have been fine but okay kaleidoscope all right we know tisha hell was already long y'all should have thought about that but anyway it, thanks it was- it was the stiff hair flip for me i was like okay all right okay let's get back to our regularly scheduled programming uh marceau threw maurice under the bus by posting that pig from the guys trip duh we got it i feel like we Uh have a drinking game i don't but never mind we be in the er Every picture <laughs> or photo is brought up this season, girl. We have liver failure. Listen, so I mean, in true reality TV, especially since they did a whole little special before this season dropped mm-hmm. about how social media plays a large part in the show. So, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, it was a joke according to Marcel, but he's also feeding the animals. He so he know what he's doing. He know what he's doing. He knows just what to do to keep the conversation going, to get the viewers, to keep this money rolling in. So again, I I I don't know why this was a big deal for Kim and Maurice. Mm-hmm. Because even on the reunion, for whatever reason, I remember or recall grasping the idea that Maurice was there, but not doing what everybody else was doing the whole time. That's what I gathered. That's what I gathered. I don't know why I gathered that, but that's what I gathered. Like I was there. You always see the good in people, Crystal. That is one of your. Is that the good in people? I I, I legit feel like I took that that away from what he said. He was the he he was side seat driving. That's all Maurice was doing down there designated driver but i mean also also he also made it clear that even if he does see his men doing things wrong he does not take responsibility or ownership to feel like he has to tell anybody anything about that so men ain't shit so for me that would be enough to incriminate him and say you're doing the same thing and that's why you got to cover yo that's why you got to cover them because they got to cover you so it wouldn't even matter it went for me I wouldn't even need to know he was there. I wouldn't even need to know he was there, but he wasn't involved with everything. It wouldn't matter because to me, it means that you have to protect yourself because you want them to protect you. And that's all I would take away from that whole conversation, me personally. And so at the end of the day, everybody has to decide for themselves what they will take and what they will not. And I don't want to go ahead of the notes, so drop in. And tell us what we yeah, because we get we we getting ready to get to Kimmy and Maurice. Um, one final part, uh, you know, Lewis say it break his heart to see a black marriage go up in flames over some BS. And I'm like, since when did cheating become simply BS? Like you MFs is garbage. Um, now we can get on to Kimmy Maurice. We meet baby Zeus. She's got a little puppy, so cute. And um. <laughs> She says that Zeus, just like her children, are, you know, manifestations of unconditional love. And Maurice seemed to be slightly offended by that. But I don't see the lie. 
uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, Kimmy is overwhelmed with, uh, you know, all of the transition that's going on in life between work, family, home, and then clearly the show, uh, you know, the Marceau and the post comes up and then Maurice starts to sweat. Um, I sent Crystal a text <clears throat> when I was watching. I said, I pray to God that Maurice is like an office not, lawyer and like a paper pusher and not that a he's litigator. He's not litigating. Because <laughs> that poker face is for shit, baby. And him trying to string them sentences together under pressure. You mumble mouth, sir. Like, you, let let me just tell you, he is definitely not the master deflector like his brother. Okay, oh, listen, uh, Marceau got it down to a fine science. He need to be okay, Wh- which online. means he has to do it more often. And I mean, he got more and, practice. He got more practice. So Maurice just needs a little more practice. But honestly, these men give me thrown off by the reaction. They uh, they legit give me that. But yeah, is he lying? Is he withholding? Yes. He withholding what is something. he lying? What is he lying about? I can't put my finger on that, but he's withholding something. And I mean, immediately they have to be like, well, why did Marshall post that? But I'm just like, the point is, the point is like, even if you are there and then it keeps coming up, oh, but we weren't married then. Listen, y'all, Semantic let me tell y'all potato, something. Potato, bro. <laughs> Yeah, and my thing is, and this is what, this is kind of the only issue I have with Kimmy, is like, Kimmy, do you know your truth? Do you know you weren't she the side chick, in fact? Shit, man. Do you know, in fact, that you were not the side chick? So if you know, in fact, that you were not the side chick, why do you care about everybody who puts that together for themselves? Why do you get up in arms every time it comes up? Why do you have to waste your time arguing and fussing about things that you know for certain, right? And so this, if you trust your husband for certain, why do you care about what it looks like? Why do you care? Now, I understand people are coming up to you, questioning you and all this other stuff. And you be like, y'all ain't got nothing to worry about. 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 But I'm just like, why does I, I just, for me personally, knowing that I'm on a TV show, if I was, on, I would not be getting all caught up in social media like this understanding this is what's gonna keep us hot and popping understanding i want that uh kimmy know what it is only a hit she though, does Paula. she get up in arms because she know that the timeline look crazy and most of us know how to count and yeah. you know i optically it looks nuts but i think that Tisha might be rubbing off on Kimmy just a little bit because Kimmy is not a fool. One of the things that I really, really love about Kimmy is that she's very practical and she has critical thinking skills. But when it comes to this man, for some reason, I don't know. Like she put on blinders for some reason. Like, does she believe Maurice? I, I I think that she does. You know, she'll say that they weren't married, but they were dating. That don't matter to me because y'all were together. So even if he stepped out while y'all were dating, that's still a violation to Carmen, right? And, and, and clearly to her because she said in one of the interviews that infidelity is a deal breaker for her. So maybe she's choosing to believe that, yep, he just stood in this picture. And other than that, he was sitting in the club, nursing a drink and eating some chicken wings. Well, I mean, is it in fact infidelity if you're not married? Like the terms would matter here. So cheating, yes. I think they really breaking this shit down to like Miriam Webster's definition of cheating and infidelity to make themselves feel better. Crystal, you know (laughs) what cheating is to you. And I know what cheating is to me. I don't give a damn if we married or not. If we committed to the situation. So there's a difference for me because if we're not married, I have no obligation to you. I have said no vows to you. Okay. Yeah. That, so there's my difference. If we're not married, yeah, you disrespected the relationship. So is that why I don't feel like you don't want to get married? Very well, very it possibility. <laughs> it's, 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 it might it might be the reason, but I mean that's why I wouldn't be married, so that nobody could hold it over my head. You know, if I yeah. it, you know if I was going to be that woman that wanted to lay it low and spread it wide, I would not have married. I wouldn't have got married because yeah. I wouldn't have been like I, I don't owe you anything. I don't owe you an apology. I'm not attached to you. You don't own me. You know, well, I, I didn't think, say I vows that, to you. 
that apply that can apply if you're someone who looks for marriage. If you're a person who ne- who doesn't necessarily subscribe to marriage, but you do subscribe to, I don't know, just a committed monogamous relationship minus the government. Mm-hmm. I, I I think they would probably feel the same way. If we're together, we're together, and if we're not, we're not. Where yeah. I come from? So yeah, so me and commitment. Me, for so I guess that's where I'm different. Marriage is okay. the only commitment that I believe in. Is marriage? I got it. So that's where we're different. So there, that you telling me I don't owe you nothing unless we. If I'm not married to you, you can shut up. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can, so, I can, I can feel that. I can respect that one hundred thousand percent. I don't know. Maybe I'm indifferent, but I'm indifferent to a whole bunch of shit right now. But yeah, but anyway, I mean, it's normal. I No, you're not the only one. There's a lot of people who be like, oh, you got to practice. And so when I'm your girlfriend, you got to treat me like I'm your wife. And I, 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 I can reason with that, yeah, but I don't weird. agree with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Kimmy, you know, she's a straight, she's a straight shooter. So she asked him flat out, did you sleep? With a linebacker, and again, Maurice is just <laughs> squirming, and he beating around the bush or uh, going around Robin Hood's barn or whatever the hell they say in Alabama, and he's still <laughs> not answering the question. You know, but think about um, it. But think about it, because you know the re- so Maurice. I'm saying what Maurice did in that moment. Maurice heard the word linebacker and and immediately thought about a football position, and okay. <laughs> and listen. And listen, and then he realized that she's referring to the Tasha K interview with Marcel's mistress. And then Nicole it's just like, Sloan. okay, so so we're taking this seriously, right? And so Mar- uh, Martel, Maurice, M's, all these M men, mm-hmm. uh, he went through all of those things. And like, that's why I feel like he's so puzzled because he's like, we're really taking this interview seriously and to heart and we're gonna have to keep revisiting it even though we've talked about it before no they definitely should do it for the cameras for the show 100 percent. so i don't know if they're not reenacting and acting all together here but the point is in this moment he's giving us bewildered confusion (laughs) And, and he's and he's delivering so well so maurice is just like uh uh Baby, he's doing everything but answering the fucking question. And which, everything but. Which further confuses me because later in the episode, Kimmy's like, we talked about it. I'm like, did you? Did you, Kimmy? Did you? But anywho, this somehow transition, here come the pivot to Kimmy reaching across the aisle and can console Tisha while she's spiraling and moving into big sister mode. And Kimmy does not seem that enthusiastic. Um... And she picked up on Maurice's awful pivot because her face was like, Negro, what are we talking? Like, see, see, this is <laughs> this is just too much, you know. And he's saying that he don't give a damn and and, and, and that she shouldn't either. But I, you owe this woman. So maybe, maybe, so maybe she understood that Maurice deflected to, do you see how the speculations affect Tisha now? Right, and this is why Marcel shouldn't play like this because speculations hurt, right? And maybe that's why he jumped there because he knows in his mind that these are speculations, and he thought he knew that his wife knew that these are speculations. But now she's mm. she's coming at him with the "I'm very concerned." These are not just speculations conversation, and that's why he jumped to that. I'm trying to follow this as much as I can, but I also in the back of my head feel like all these men really messed up. Like whatever that little girl name was said. Yeah. Listen, Maurice wants Kimmy to reach across the aisle to calm Tisha down. So, so Tisha will leave Marceau alone about it so that this shit can kind of fade to black. That's all that is. This is brothers looking out for brothers. Okay. And so as as long as but oh Lord. We it's keep trashy. going. So let's let's get past this moment let's because go. again, it's 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 trash upon trash, y'all, and y'all gotta be keeping up and telling us like, Oh, we can't handle this level of trash. Just bring it down our listen. energy. Y'all gotta tell us that so we won't present it to y'all. And if y'all want it, y'all can go pay for it. You understand? Listen, so I, there I'm it is. Only like forty percent invested, but this was a great season <sighs> opener. Uh Okay. Let's bounce over to Destiny. Boom. How did you feel about Destiny's song? Listen, I want all the women of Love and Marriage Huntsville to stop wasting studio time. Let's please. do a joint collaboration. If, okay, because listen, Raw <laughs> happened. 
my husband happened to walk by and say, well, at least that's better than what Melanie putting out there. Listen. And I'm like, I agree. I 100% agree, but I just think they should just stay out the studio. Like, studio should not equal venting. You understand? So, like, let's move away from this part. But I would love to hear the finished product just so I can fairly judge it. But from what I can hear, I'm just Melody like, no thanks. I think she is Beyonce of Alabama. Melody, you can't listen, tell her shit let me tell y'all. Let me, I mean, if, if 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 Beyonce of Alabama equals you to um, somebody who don't matter at all, fine. But if you really think you're going to have clout behind that, I just, I really oh, just she need you does. to chill. <sighs> Melody has, 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 is definitely living in the land of delusion, but we'll definitely get there too. Ooh, uh, let's journey there slowly because I think I'm going to have to spend some time there. We about to speed this shit the fuck up. Okay, so Tisha dropped past the studio. Cool. Um, we find out that Destiny was on public assistance and blowing through her savings in 401k after her divorce. Um, so I guess she didn't get anything in the divorce or didn't want anything, I'm assuming. Yeah. That's cool because I didn't like... want shit in mind. I, I respect that. Um, she's looking forward to reopening her store and pursuing her music. You know, Melody has not been a supportive friend, but Melody don't have friends. She have flunkies and we'll get there. Um, we'll get there. Because <laughs> that doesn't surprise me because Melody really is a, a, a mean girl. She is. Yes, and she she's is. got a real 100%. nasty attitude. A real nice 100%. nasty attitude. Um, 100%. Melody hasn't spoken to her since the reunion and the whole eavesdropping I mean, but, situation. Okay, so let me just give a little bit, a little snippet from season three. So there was a, a, a album drop or video drop or a single drop uh, mm-hmm. episode where Melody releases the single and the video of it and everybody's there for her and Destiny tries to approach Mel about, you know, like, you know, having speaking, having spoken to her for a while in a while and trying to figure out where they at and melanie's just not having time for it and like i'm just too busy and she was already shading and kind of like closing out their friendship before they get to the reunion so truth be told destiny honestly probably didn't feel like she had a friend in mail to feel like she was violating anything when the conversation about why they fell out come up next Got it. On to Melody. (laughs) (laughs) Melody meets up with Kimmy at a wine bar to make charcuterie boards. And what has Melody done to her face? Girl, I I can't put my finger on it. Is it the wig cap pulling her face back? Or has she gotten something done to it? Because she's looking nuts. Well, I think think this wig in particular should just be thrown away, if not burnt. Uh, because like this one here in particular does nothing for her face. Like she has like, she has like one of, if you watch, uh, America's Next Top Model, she has one of those wind tunnel faces where the, the wind is blowing the face back. heart shaped. (laughs) No, because of the slant, because of the slant, like it, it is a heart shape. But it's like it's like wind is blowing it back, and she still happens to be pretty. Listen, you have to watch America's Next Top Model to get the reference, and you understand exactly what I'm saying. <sighs> she does have one of those girl. I get it. I okay, get it. Okay, okay. So she she has one of those looks, and so when the wig is too big, it okay, makes her face look really big. small. Okay. Yeah, it's too big. This one is not it. I don't want to see it again. It looks <laughs> it looks frazzled. It looks it looks like her marriage tomorrow tell she needs listen, to get rid of it listen uh what was up with melody's voice like it just seemed wild fake and oh oh mel's giving fake 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 fake, fake 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 she's giving so fake like every scene i was like mel girl where you at sis you, you're just being so fake so fake that's all i could think of every time she came on camera fake it was too much. I couldn't take it. Uh, she brings up the photo again. Kimmy states that Mars answered a question. Mm, did he? Uh, Kimmy believes Marcel. Mm, she's in denial. Uh, it's unfortunate. She says that it quote. It's unfortunate that men have a propensity to cheat. Eh, do they? Um, then <laughs> Melody asked. Look, this whole that my face was squunched up. This whole scene. Okay. <laughs> Squanch, spell it. Squanch, okay. And then, <laughs> uh, she asked Melody. Asked if Maurice is cheating. Are you going to leave? Um, she said, "Yeah, I'm not so sure." 
uh, why I got Tisha name in here? I don't know. Something happened weird. Uh, Melody brings up the eavesdropping with Destiny and Tisha. You probably were saying she acting like Tisha. Got it. Got it. Tisha claims to not have read the comment. Oh, yeah. So she was talking about the cheating. Kimmy was like, Tisha don't pay attention to that. But uh, Melody was like, she do because she be commenting on the comments. Got it. That's why I said that. Uh, Good. Melody brings up the eavesdropping. Uh, I initially didn't understand the Scorpio comment, but I guess that's just re- relating to loyalty. But I don't actually think that Melody understands the definition of loyalty because what she Not wants in reality is flunkies. Um, and on episode two, Martell speaks to that, but we're not there yet. Um, so, <laughs> so listen, so um, as far as I'm concerned, I feel like, uh, Melanie is Melody is speaking on another instance on the comments, right? She's not uh-huh. speaking to this instance, so Got she's it. just thinking she can just overall cover Tisha and what she's paying attention to. I think Tisha's had it with the comment section, and yes, why she might um glance at them here and there. I don't, I don't think she spends too much time there because she knows if she gets too caught up, she has no one to take those issues to, but her mama and her mama going to sing like a bird. So I do think, I do think she limits her time there in the comment section. So give her a little bit of credit somehow, some way. So, um, as far as, uh, Kimmy is concerned, I feel like Kimmy, I think everybody needs to be aware of Mel because Mel only lets certain people get close. Mm-hmm. And like once she feels like, you know, she can't get nothing else out of you or you can't serve her at any it's way point, you know, it's a wrap. So I feel like every time she has her individual confessionals about like the conversation being had, she's always saying something sly and underhanded about these girls marriage. Now, does she have room? Does she have reason? Quite possibly. But at the same time, I feel like if they're trying to keep up a positive, you know, mental state in regards to that situation, I think that's the, uh, you should take that gesture and follow it. You understand? I I think that's what a friend would do. And Mel has proven that she's nobody's friend. I feel like she did that to Destiny. And I feel yep. like she's going to eventually do it to Kim. Period. Period. Um, Melody is planning a pajama slash slumber party. Destiny and Tisha are not invited. And Kimmy asked Because I'm six years old. <laughs> Come on. Cause, and Kimmy asked the question that all of us was asking. Bitch, you got other friends? Like, <laughs> your <assistant? laughs> What? <laughs> Good, so you know what? I didn't pick up on that shade forty five days ago. Like what? Uh, oh my God, two months ago. Oh my God, well you have to even say, oh God, I can't. Listen, Listen. anywho, let's wrap this shit the fuck on up. Uh, we're gonna wrap the show with, uh, we're back with Tisha and Marceau, and they are at their brother Micah's house for dinner and his wife Davida is a beautiful chocolate woman she is a gorgeous girl for sure um, okay so question is that the other man in the photo because I don't know who the other man is is I that their brother I, I don't, it might be okay I don't know right. I didn't look they that all, hard they all look different like I don't understand how they all uh, they, they got the same moms and dads, dads. okay maybe right, it's some type of blendage I think they all had the same nose but the rest of their faces are definitely different Okay. Uh, cool. Kimmy brings up the photo for the 50th time. You know, Marceau says that he didn't think about the magnitude of the post. He did because he was trying to get that heat up off of him. Um, so you, so you are on a theory that he was trying to deflect, even though I don't think Marceau can deflect at this point. But okay, one hundred thousand percent. Okay, one hundred thousand percent. Marceau says that he thought that the reaction would be, "You are complicit." Not that you were an active participant again, an active participant in what? Cause y'all, cause you, you, y'all going around the Robin Hood hut or whatever the fuck Kimmy said earlier. Like it's the, in the accusations, be, in yeah. the accusations, they keep trying to be word wizards and they're failing. Like I'm saying, <sighs> I don't buy none of this shit. No, it's too, um, it's, it's too expensive to purchase. Listen, uh, he says that there were more negative comments about Marceau than Maurice. Who cares? There shouldn't be any negative comments. 
anyway because you shouldn't be doing the shit that you do. Why are you? At, but we already know why they understand. Because Marcel they understand selfish. How, they selfish, and he understands the audience, and they're just driving everybody to watch the show. But okay, okay. So, so she says that her feelings weren't hurt. I, you believe her? Absolutely not. Marcel got that she's, brainwash. No, um, at this point, she's embarrassed to still be hurt. That's what it is. Like she, okay. at this point, she really thinks that she should be over all the extra BS she has to go through, and the fact that she still is dealing with it, she's embarrassed to admit the truth. Okay. Um, I think the reality of a situation is she's tired. Lord knows she's tired. Um, <laughs> and she just doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, and she's just she doesn't want to admit it. It's it's kind of obvious at this point. So she would love to skip it and pretend it doesn't exist. Let me tell you what's going on here. Maurice is really mad because he can potentially be exposed. Okay. If, if he was actually doing something. And listen. And you know, you know, you know what's held on Maurice? What's held on Maurice? The face? No. What's what? held on Maurice is when he said, I know a lot about this situation. Mm. And I can bring up the fact that you had how many babies? I don't know what. Tell us. Because listen, between Davida's face. Because that was telling me everything I needed to know that what was going on at that table. And then Maurice bringing up them two kids. Come on, like, listen. They really so, so for me, now. listen, so if there was nothing that Kimmy needed to worry about at said event in Atlanta in 2015, why do you have to drop a low blow like that Baby. to threaten your brother to say, get up off me? Why why is that necessary? Why is that necessary? So if nothing else told on Maurice, that moment did. So again, this is why I hope and pray that you a paper pushing lawyer and not one that really have to be thinking on your feet because you garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Trash con. You are not good under pressure, my man, because you flailing out here looking real crazy, but... That was in episode one. Messy, messy, messy. Like the episode title was literally Marceau Messy. And it did not. Marceau Messy. Oh. It lived up to the shenanigans. But um, that's really all I got uh, for this episode. You have anything else to add, Ra? I have nothing else to add to this. Do you want to give the people a second opinion? Or do we want to just move on? You know what? I got a question. And okay. we'll just throw this out to the masses because okay. I was going to do a rant about uh, uh, the honorable Katanji Brown Jackson and her confirmation hearing. Uh, but I think that's really just going to be a rant. So look for that okay. in the next couple of days. But I have been seeing because we know that the manosphere has been all over TikTok and all over the Internet about, you know, women being overachievers and how that makes them unattractive. Black women specifically or how, um, you know, a lot of our men just really aren't attracted to us in a lot of different ways. And so some of right. the questions that I've been seeing, a lot of black men are having issue with the fact that Katanji Brown Jackson's husband is a white man. Uh-huh. And, and and my my visceral reaction is, well, why the fuck do you care? Because you're she's too smart to for anyway. you anyway. You don't like she, dark she, skin. She's, She's too, too much of an overachiever. She, she too she's dark smart. skinned. Yeah. She's so, not she's not high yellow. Like, yeah, all the things that make her unattractive. So you know, why like do you she care. Why do you, you know? care? So, why do you care? No, it's just something to hold against her. Just something to hold much, against her. Yeah. Pretty much because I mean to even try to go for a woman of that caliber, and I'm just speaking on just moderately educated women, like the fact that we really be stressing out over Negroes that only have birth certificates, like I'll never understand that shit. <laughs> I hate I'll, you I'll, I'll never understand. I can't. That. I can't have a conversation <laughs> with you. I can't do it. Listen, I, I need you to stop. I 
I wasn't ready for the birth certificate. I need you I to will, stop right now. I Please. will never understand it because <laughs> you swinging out of your weight class anyway, my guy. Because y'all have just, because y'all really want to be white men. Let's and we gonna talk about this in depth but, on another episode. But that's but that's that's a conflict of interest because if that was the case, then they like so. This is the thing they're patterning themselves after white men that they think they have down pat. So we mm-hmm. have to speak to the fact that there are so many different men to be to be like, right? Yes. So a lot of these black men are patterning themselves after white men who are assholes, okay? Yeah. So if y'all want to be white assholes, y'all going to be black men assholes, okay? So there is that. And then you got to think about the men who don't agree with the manosphere, right? And But they still have an issue with her marrying a white man, though. But they don't understand that they're not approaching a woman like this. And they wouldn't approach a woman like this. But then they care that she has the nerve to still be looking for love and after love and is going to accept it where she gets it. Right? And that's my issue with it. Like, because when y'all be mad about stuff like this, it seems as though y'all need for us to fail miserably Mm -hmm. on every level, especially love when y'all don't want us. But the truth of the matter is all of us are not going to be up shit's creek with no paddle that's not right. going to be our reality so i need y'all to accept that and if y'all need for women to you know be in some kind of turmoil or trouble and die homeless and alone then y'all need to get down to the root of that and understand Listen. that y'all are real upset even though y'all don't want to be the reality is y'all are mad if y'all want us to be miserable if your yeah. desire is for women to be miserable you need to accept that you're mad they want to feel better than somebody. And since we're on the bottom of the totem pole, they have to at least feel better than us. You see what I'm saying? But Crystal, <sighs> I've, I've been saying since the inception of this show, my preference has always been Mahershala, right? But I'm not yep. always his. And I'm not finna be sitting around waiting on a black Mahershala. man to find me, you know, to find me desirable when I know I'm the shit. But because I make my own money, I pay my own bills, you know, I'm an adult. Because y'all really want damsels in distress only so you can talk shit about her. But again, that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. At the end of the day, at the very end of the day, listen, leave (laughs) that woman alone because she's found her person. And that's really what you mad about. Because for someone as intellectual as Miss Kataji Brown Jackson, you don't get that name if you don't come from a family that prides itself on its heritage. So I have no doubt in my mind that she gave a lot of you ashy Negroes all of the chances and y'all shat on her. Okay. So now, cause I've divested from being exclusively black a long time ago, because at this point in my life, I'm going to go where love is going to be receptive for me. Right. Again, my preference is Mahershala, but I I got too many acronyms behind. But uh, but clearly, but clearly they don't want to hear that that's your preference if that's not what you end up with, right? So, and I mean the same thing can be said about black women and concerning black men and white women. Mm -hmm. The black man can say all day, "I would prefer to be with a black woman," but they won't have me. But the difference is, a black woman can be with a white man or any other man and say, because he loves me, a black man who's with an other type of woman guy. He's always got to add cause black women don't do this. And black women don't do it. Like, why well, and just unfortunately, and for- unfortunately, and for- unfortunately, because black women are also following black men's lead. A lot yeah. of them get with white men and say the same thing about black men. So that's, we, we are tit for tat. <sighs> so it's just as many as you can find, uh, black men to say that about black women. You can find black women to say that about black men, and it's unfortunate. But I told y'all, women take men's lead. Black women take black men's lead, and y'all don't like it. But y'all don't want to. We we ain't broke that down yet. You ain't so leave me off no motherfucking cliff. We ain't I'm broke that down you yet. Know where you going? Again, we ain't broke that down. We you just got a birth down. certificate, my guy. We and a ain't lot of these broke. Men- that we gonna break yet. it down. We gonna break it. <laughs> we gonna break it what? down because it's 2022. We not crying over men with birth certificates only. You gotta oh, come Jesus. with that. Something that hurt else. me the first time you said that so bad. Yes, I wasn't ready because it's the truth. But, the, but that is, I guess it's closer than the truth than it's not. But listen, honestly, it's unfortunate what 
with what Katan say her name for me Katanji Brown Jackson I love it um we're partially related somewhere in there with all those names but um yeah but I appreciate you know her going before us and she's gonna get it like I I, yeah I'm not worried about her one bitch she was prepared I want you to know she was prepared I want to tell all the black women Katanji Mm -hmm. was prepared y'all she knew what was coming for her and she made sure she was more than a woman more than a leader more I'm just playing but yeah I I think she's ready and I don't think she's batting the eye at this BS listen and and and, and one last point that I want to make because I'm really going to be tying into I'm going to get in Ted Cruz's ass y'all just Ooh, Jesus. St- step up to the appropriate tier so you can hear that um, what you saw on national TV with that onslaught of fuckery and her sitting there keeping it together that is women in the workplace 100% of the time and that is black women in the workspace 1000% of the time. Yeah. Keeping it together, surrounded by mediocrity. <laughs> that is the plight. That's my next book. <laughs> I'm going to write it. But I don't have anything else to say about Love and Marriage Huntsville. If you are a Patreon, be sure to subscribe to our second tier so that you can hear my rant because it's going to be a fucking doozy because I'm about to get into their ass. Do you hear me? Because I'm upset about it. But um, that's all I got. And there isn't any more. All right, y'all. Um, Bye. Peace out. You have just listened to the Raining Opinions podcast with your hosts, Carmen and Crystal. Be sure to visit our social media pages to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. If you love the Raining Opinions podcast, we love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. The Raining Opinions podcast can also be found on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Raining Opinions Podcast would love to let your opinion rain. If you would like to respond to anything from today's episode, call or text our opinion line at 972-729-9381. See you at the next episode.